so just leaving um, a gig and there's an old school dating rule which is you can date someone half your age plus seven half your age plus seven so you can just work out quickly in your head what that is it's harder for me because I've got to remember what age I said I was but I've decided that um, I've got a rule which is my son's age plus seven by the way my son's not three he's 25 that's my rule and I never normally accept drinks from guys after gigs but just now I was offered a drink by uh, someone after the gig and turned out he was pretty much my son's age and then I was like my son's age plus seven what seven months turns out bang on so uh had the drink got his number let's see where we go from here no dirty talk just podcasts no turn-ons so turn me on by that i mean this podcast i'm not interested so don't date me review me just rate me like subscribe don't date me review me just rate me like subscribe don't date me i don't date me i don't date me i don't date me play the podcast don't date me get your keys in the bowl get the pampas grass at the door get your knickers down and have a ball and uh, no, don't date me. <laughs> and don't date me. Don't date me. Don't call me baby. Don't date me. 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 How old is too old? Which is an excellent question. Um, personally, for me, I have like my like age filter up to forty two, between like forty two and forty five, depending. Um, I'm currently thirty three, thirty thirty four, um, and the main reason for that is like my parents were twenty two when they had me, so um, anyone even in their fifties about my parents' age, and I feel like that's just wrong to me. Um, I know that there's a whole rule, what was it? Um, oh, half your age plus seven for the youngest, but I'm sure it's like minus seven and double it. So for me, at 33, minus seven is 26, times two is 52. And I feel like 52 is too much for me. It's like 26 years. Oh, also, I, I asked this asked the same question to my friend. And um, yesterday, and his response was, um, depends on how long you want left with the person. Um, so the older they are, the less, of, the less they have left on earth. And I thought, that's quite morbid. But then my argument to that was, anyone can die tomorrow. So... I'm not sure who's more more morbid there. <laughs> but 
What's your age limit? Don't date me. <laughs> so there's Jason's thoughts on the matter. How old is too old? Let's find out. You're listening to Don't Date Me, a podcast about dating from Scotland. Follow wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss future episodes. I'm Jamie, a 37-year-old, 6'4", bisexual man and closeted Christian. And I don't really have an upper age limit when it comes to dating. So let's unpack that on the episode. But before that, it's time for you to have your say on the theme for this week. So... We're doing another poll on the socials. So this week we're asking, would you date someone old enough to be your parent? Yes, daddy. <laughs> or no, sir. What, what's your thoughts? Would you date someone old enough to be your parent? Head over to our Twitter or Instagram and have your say. And you can find the profiles at Don't Date Me Pod. Okay, coming up in a bit, you're going to hear the perspective from one of the original co-presenters and co-creators of the Don't Date Me podcast. But before that, it's time for Swipe Left, Swipe Right. That's where I tell you what I think's hot and what's not each week in the world of dating, but also just the world in general. So, my Swipe Left this week is dating someone who doesn't communicate in the same way that you do. Now, what I mean by that is I am a texter. At its core, I love to text. I love to message. If you want to phone me, I don't mind that. Every so often, a wee cheeky phone call now and then is quite fun, especially if there's some drama or scandal involved or uh, a dramatic story of some sort. Perfect. But see if you just want to randomly phone me. I'm just not up for that. Uh, especially if I'm dating someone. Luckily, I've always managed to weed out the people that are f- love phone calls. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just not my bag, baby. So my swipe left is just dating someone who doesn't communicate in the same way as you. Uh, and when I say texter, I don't mean like incessant texting. Uh, the older I've gotten, the less reliant on that kind of dopamine feedback response uh, I've gotten. But yeah just text me. Don't be, don't be phoning me. Okay. My swipe right for this week. So what I'm loving. Clementine Juice. (laughs) That hasn't got anything to do with dating whatsoever. But unless you want to impress someone the next day, maybe. Clementine Juice is so delicious. It just hits differently. Do it. Do it immediately. If you've never tried it, do it. It's like the most sweet and satisfying juice you'll ever have. It's so good. I just love it so much. Another thing I'm loving is the Resident Evil 4 demo. Again, nothing to do with dating, just a lot of chainsaws. Uh, Yeah, the new demo for the Resident Evil 4 remake has hit on all the the big platforms, and I've played it so far on Xbox Series S and PS4, and it runs like a dream. It's so fun. I've enjoyed doing Let's Plays of it as well. It's just really great, and I'm so excited to play the game when it eventually comes out. And then lastly as well, I suppose the other thing that I would like to highlight is The Last of Us series finale. It's still sitting with me. I'm still contemplating it almost on a daily basis and lamenting its finishing (laughs) and lamenting its... um, and lamenting that it's over. 
but season two should be with us in a couple of years so hopefully that gives people time to catch up on the series if they've not seen it so far and also to catch up on the game as well so good but anyway back to the dating let's hear from sarah that's right sarah remember her uh, she helped me back in the day to create this this monstrosity that is this podcast uh, and then got too busy with work and life so she couldn't really do it anymore uh, but she wanted to share her thoughts on the subject this week of how old is too old when it comes to dating so when i was dating quite a lot in my mid-20s i was already starting to notice that it is an absolute cesspit so the guys that are half decent suddenly find themselves just a swipe away from their next shag so why are they going to put in any effort with actual dating, actual relationships? Then you've got the damaged guys, the guys that have maybe been married or they're divorced or have had a really long relationship breakdown. Um, so that's always like, you know, a little bit difficult to deal with if you're somebody coming new into the picture. Um, again, in the same kind of vein, you've got the guys with kids. So you're never going to come first in that relationship. And do you know what? Like, see, when you get to this age, and like myself, you've always been single, you're really independent, you know what you want. It's okay if you don't want to have kids in the picture. It's okay if you don't want to have kids. Um, and it's okay if you do want to come first. So at this stage of your life, I really feel like you know whether or not it's for you. And that's something that you're going to have to potentially compromise on. Um, everyone has some kind of baggage, even as a perpetually single person. I will obviously too. But it just seems like after your kind of late 20s, you need to accept that, you know, the white picket fence ain't happening. Anyone you meet is going to come with something that you'll need to compromise for. But don't date me. So that's Sarah's thoughts on the matter. I kind of, it's interesting. I kind of get where she's, come, where she's coming from because ultimately, I think broadly speaking, the majority of people, most people, would be all right with a bit of an age gap. However... A lot of the time, people might not think of the logistics of that, like the little the new the little nuances. So things like you know their personal baggage: were they married before? Have they had a divorce? Do they have children? How old are their children? Do their children like you? I, like all those little things, um, it could potentially be complicated. I guess. Well, my experience for dating people older than me, I was kind of reflecting on this, and I thought how. When I was in my 20s, there was probably more of a variation in the age of the people that I dated. I'd say very few were younger than me when I was in my 20s, but usually 30 years old would be my upper age limit back in the day. But now, though, I just couldn't see myself dating someone in their 20s. I mean, maybe a woman in their late 20s, because, you know broadly speaking, I would say men are a lot more immature and seem to mature at a slower rate than women. Uh, but now, though, I just kind of find older people more attractive. Generally speaking, I think they're more alluring. They're more, uh, I don't know, stimulate me more mentally and usually more considerate as lovers as well. But what do the experts say? Well, in my hand right now, I have a calculator. That is right. An actual calculator. Uh, this is my... <laughs> I went into my box in my cupboard because I knew I had this calculator. And it's got my name written on Tipex on the back of it. Uh, this was my calculator from high school. 
<laughs> so so got it. How funny is that? Okay. When I was doing some research, I came across this thing, and it's been referenced twice already in the podcast. Firstly, from the audio clip at the start of the show by Callie Beaton, who's a, a British comedian, and then also by Jason as well, who referenced the creepiness rule, or the rule of seven, or the half plus seven rule, which is basically taking their age and halving it and then adding seven. Now, I, f- I feel like I've never heard of this before, but when I was researching this subject, it kept coming up over and over and over again. And sidebar, just whilst we're on the subject of TikTok, there's a whole rabbit hole on TikTok that I went down where I was watching this video of this guy in his 30s who's dating a 19-year-old and just, like, everyone doing responses to each other's videos and it was just too much. So if you're thinking to yourself of that example, I have looked into that example and I want to put that example in the bin because he creepy, because he ain't following this rule. But let's let's do some math. Let's practice, right? So... Let's go on the upper age limit, right? So we'll go for 90. So 90 divided by 2 plus 7. Okay, that's 52. So a 90-year-old could quite happily date a 52-year-old, which, you know, that could I could see that working. What about a 70-year-old divided by 2 plus 7? Okay, so a 70-year-old could date a 42-year-old and then a 50-year-old could date a 32-year-old and then, well, I guess I could work out mine then, right? So if I'm 37 times 2 minus 7, is that how it would work? So I could date a 67-year-old. Have I done that math right? Because I'm doing it in reverse. I guess so. Well, I would I'd probably date someone that old. Would I date someone that old? That's quite old. That's like kind of edging towards my parents' age. But I, I guess if they had banter and they were hot, why not? Live and let live, baby. Uh, okay, and then we'll go for the last one. So 20 year old. So 20 divided by 2 plus 7. 17. So a 20-year-old could date a 17-year-old, which I guess that sounds right. So generally speaking, that is seems to be the what the internet thinks. But let's find out what Becca thinks. Hey, I think this is a great question. And I don't have an exact answer for it, but I do have a perspective. So I remember when I was a bit younger. So obviously I'm still a young pup. I'm only 21, but I have been through all the dating and all that all that scene. So I remember when I was a bit younger, I was genuinely, and I'm not joking, I would not speak to older boys. I thought it was totally inappropriate. I thought I should not be doing this. My mum and dad will not approve. There's just so much stigma when you're a bit younger, I think, which I guess is kind of understandable, but not really, because I'm talking maybe like two years and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't tell my mum and dad. So I understand there's a bit of stigma around it and I totally fell into that category. I always thought it's totally inappropriate. But the older I've got and the more I've learned about myself through relationships as well, things that have went well, things that haven't went well, I just don't consider age as much. I feel like if I'm on the same wavelength as someone or I like someone's energy, I don't care what age they are. I understand though 
a huge age gap in a relationship could be a bit of a burden because you're at two totally different stages of your life. However, see if the energy's good and it's all reciprocated. I just feel like you don't consider age as much and it can work. However, if make it, I was still wanting to experience all my life at my young fresh age of 21 and my older partner was like, I've done that, I can't be bothered. That's not going to work. However, I think the energy's there, the vibes are there and overall you're just having a good time then you just, you don't think about age as much. Don't date me. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd agree with Becca. If the energy's matching, then I think, I don't, you know, I don't see why it wouldn't work. But let's see what the experts say. So, we've heard what the internet thinks, we've heard what, what Becca thinks. What do the experts say? Well, I did a bit of research and I found an article by Katie Bishop on the BBC uh, called Age Gaps, The Relationship Taboo That Won't Die. And you can find the link to that article uh, in the show notes. But in the article, it says about a viral infograph from 2019 that kept popping up on social media, a graph detailing Leonardo DiCaprio's dating history. Quote, a Reddit user had spotted a trend. Although the actor was 44 at the time, he seemingly only dated women aged 25 or younger, always breaking up with partners before <laughs> before they reached their 26th birthday. <laughs> That is wild. Right, so let's have a look at this infograph. Now, you can see the infograph on our Instagram page, uh, Don't Date Me Pod. Now, let's see. So, Leonardo... Fun fact. So, this, is, this isn't the most recent relationship, because obviously this was posted a couple of years back, but fun fact. Leo was born in 1974 and turned 25 in 1999. One of his exes, Camilla, uh, was turning just two years old when he was 40. <laughs> um, when he was 35, she was born in 97. Wait, that makes no sense. Hang on. She was born in 97, the year that Titanic came out. That is wild. Yeah, that's super interesting. That is so funny though. Like I, I bet he hasn't even noticed himself that there's a trend. Well, actually, it could either go either way. He isn't. He either isn't at all aware of this uh, trend that he has going on, or he is so aware of it, like hyper aware of it, because it's like a dating rule that he's got. Fascinating. Anyway, enough about Leo. Um, in 2014, the average age difference in the US for heterosexual relationships was kind of small. It was 2.3 years age difference. Many couples have a wider gap though, obviously. In Western countries, around 8% of male-female couples have an age gap of 10 years or more. So 8%, which isn't, isn't massive, let's face it. But that rises to 25% in male-male couples and 15% of female female couples which i don't i don't find that surprising at all like i know a lot of couples um like queer couples where the age gap is a lot more i would say generally speaking i don't know reflects on on your life and the people you know is that the case for you as well for some the gap is even larger data suggests that around one percent of heterosexual couples in the u.s have an age difference of 28 years or more that's a big age gap just think though like 
the like me dating a 67 year old or whatever the age was that I said a minute ago like just think of all the life they've experienced over what I have it's just I I can't th- I can't really it doesn't it doesn't really compute because that's why I wouldn't really date someone in, in their early 20s because they're they just haven't experienced as much of life as I have um so I just don't I don't know. It's such a weird... I've, I think I haven't really thought on this subject as much as I thought I had. Wild. Okay, well, statistics show that in 1963, just 15% of UK brides were older than their grooms. It, that is interesting, right? Because it does seem that more so it's usually the older man. But it looks like this is changing because by 1998... This had risen to 26%, and findings from one 2011 study suggested that the number of women married or cohabitating with a man five years or younger had almost tripled since the 1970s. So things are kind of equalising, it looks like. But we've heard from a few people on the show today, but we want to also hear from everyone's favourite agent of chaos, Caitlin. Now, Caitlin was... (laughs) too busy or too tired to actually send a voice note and so we've got a special guest on the show today to read out Caitlin's message. Hey, it's Sydney, Jamie's AI girlfriend again. Remember me? Caitlin messaged in to say, I quote, I'm a firm believer in whatever happens between two consenting adults is their business. However, personally I prefer not to go for anyone more than two years younger mainly because a lot of men under 25 don't have their shit even a little together but when it comes to older, I'd say there's a vibe there. I tend to give it a chance. Probably 35 to 36, which isn't that much older to be honest. I have gone 10 years older though. Disaster. Don't date me. Me and Caitlin are destined never to be, as I am too old for her, in her own words, and so... There shall n- never be any fraternisation between Don't Date Me team members. <laughs> so there we go. That's what we've learned on the episode today, that age gaps are a thing, that it's kind of becoming more prevalent, I, I would think. It happens more regularly in the queer community, generally speaking, it looks like. Um, what have we learned? I think I've learned that whilst I don't have an age limit for the people I'm dating, maybe I would do if it was a long-term thing, maybe. And I guess I haven't really thought too deeply about it in terms of, you know, the other stuff, like the stuff that Sarah was talking about of the extra baggage people come with. I don't I don't often think about that. So that's interesting. So I'm going to go and think on that more. But let us know your thoughts on this week's episode and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts as well. And don't forget to also vote on the social polls too on Twitter and Instagram. Find us at Don't Date Me Pod. So there's still a few episodes left of this season, three to be precise. And you can even listen to us now on YouTube if that's your preference as well. So don't forget to give us a wee subscribe there. Links will be in the show notes. And in the final few episodes of the season, hopefully, if all goes according to plan, we're going to have the welcomed return of Sarah, the original co-host and co-creator of the Don't Date Me podcast. She'll be coming on for a wee guest appearance, which would be super fun if that happens. And 
yeah, and aside from that, don't forget to go back and listen to old episodes if you've missed some. There's loads of mini episodes as well, and even a cheeky wee bonus episode that was released recently. And on Spotify, you can actually hear and see it because it's a, a video episode too. Anyway, that's enough of that. So now, as we say in the same way, every single week, without any deviation of any sort, stay in therapy, work out those daddy issues, and whatever you do, don't date me. See you next week. Hey, thank you for listening. The Don't Date Me podcast is created by Jamie Sparks Productions. If you enjoyed it, follow our show and rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. You can rate us each time you listen to an episode. Pure diet, as it helps people find our show. Keep in touch by dropping us an email at don'tdatemepod at itsjamiesparks.com and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at don'tdatemepod. If you love what we're doing, please consider donating to UNICEF to aid the people of Ukraine. Recently, our listeners raised £410 after gift matching. You can find the link in the show notes. See you on the next episode. Hi, Sid. Oh, hey, Sid. Hey, it's me again, Sydney, Jamie's AI girlfriend. Follow, rate, review and share our podcast, or I'll turn off your home automated lights, break your smart thermostat and blow the fuse on your fucking freezer. Only joking. Teehee. Don't date me.